1: You got that rocker MJ in the house, otherwise known as Marty Janetti. You know how we do rock and roll, starting and spooling, and we're doing it right here on the Rundown Wrestling Network.
0: Keep on rocking, yeah! Theme song. Ladies and gentlemen. Tonight we are going to witness the most anticipated match in the history of professional wrestling. And this is the
1: main event of the evening. Please welcome your host for today.
0: Jason is here. Dude, I, I swear to God I'm not as big an asshole as it sounds like. <laughs> Troy is here. Hey, I call them like I see them, all right? Taz is here. I mean Sal
2: is here. <laughs> And I'm here.
1: Uh, look at it this way. the first thing we've done together as a team. I grab my dick, you grab your dick, you work my arm, I work your arm. Same time, same time. It's like jerking off together, but not gay. We're not touching dicks. Each
2: other's dicks anyway. I'm touching my own dick. You're working it, and I'm loving it. Well, enough is enough, and it's time for
0: The Rundown. Hello, everybody, and welcome
2: to The Rundown wrestling podcast my name is adam i'm your host sal is here what's up buddy
1: what's going on how you doing
2: (laughs) all right tony d'angelo for those of you joining us on twitch.tv slash the salzer effect you'll see sal joined by his uncles yes family affair
1: (laughs) They're brothers they're not the same person
2: Something like that. <laughs> oh, how are you, pal? I'm doing
1: alright. Um I saw Sonic Two in theaters this weekend. Oh yeah? With the girls. How they loved it. I thought it was fun. It was a lot of fun.
2: I haven't um, seen the first one yet. It's good. It's good. I own it? it on I own it on Blu ray.
1: It definitely brings back memories. Because um, obviously I, I fell off of Sonic games since, like, I don't know, 96.
2: <laughs> like
1: whenever, like, I played Sonic CD, and I think that was the last one I played.
2: Oh, God, Sonic CD, jeez.
1: I never played any of the ones for Saturn or anything like that. Apparently, they, you know, made a whole bunch of them. Some of them good, some of them bad. But uh, it's good to see Sonic back in the spotlight. And the movie was the, the movie was good. I enjoyed it. And we're definitely getting a third one. So that will be fun as well.
2: Nice. And then we'll get a Sonic and Knuckles.
1: Well, Knuckles was in this one, so... (laughs) What's that? Knuckles was in this one. Ooh. Spoilers. I mean, he's on the fucking poster, dude. (laughs) And so is Tails. How was your week?
2: Um, yeah, not much happened, <laughs> to be honest, worked, and uh, laid on my couch. I had to rearrange the entire living room on, is it Monday?
1: Well, that'd be yesterday.
2: Because, uh, maybe it wasn't. It was sometime last week mm-hmm. it was thursday i don't remember anyways uh whatever day was supposed to be the first game between the yankees and the red sox thursday i think it was thursday yeah because yeah. because we're getting a new couch mm-hmm. uh, my friend is moving and doesn't want to deal with moving his sectional so he's giving it to, to us so i had to rearrange the living room to make to have it set up to the way it'll be when that couch is in because there's only one corner in the living room that the sectional can go in. So moving the TV around and redoing the fucking cables because previous owner decided that the best course of action to move the cab- where the, the cable goes in the living room from one place to another would be to drill a hole in the floor below the cable jack and then run the cable down and through the basement and then up through another hole in the floor in the corner and that was a pain in the ass cause, uh,
1: t- to be fair I've seen that a lot
2: yeah like in but the I first do- apartment
1: I've had that's what they had they- <laughs>
2: <laughs> this is why I couldn't so, so I had to go to Best Buy and buy new coax cable and a new splitter because I couldn't get to anything in the basement because it's all fucking industrial stapled to the beams But I got everything moved around, and so then Monday is when we get the couch, so. There
1: you go. There you go.
2: I did do that. That is the big thing that I did this past week.
1: So I don't know which cable setup I saw that was worse. My first apartment, same thing as yours, they drilled through the floor, you know, down to the basement, and then up where they want the cable to come in, so it just looked like shit. But then, one of my friend's apartments, um, they decided they had no technical skill, and they just duct-taped it, like, going across the dining room into the living room, like, on the floor. Nice.
2: Duct-tape. And I'm like,
1: that's awful! (laughs) And I'm not a cable snob, but still, come on, like, you, you cannot, like... No. <laughs> Just no. Anyway. The uh, speaking of the Red Sox, baseball started.
2: Indeed. But yeah, so that was that was the point is I was I was rushing around on Thursday trying to get that finished so I could watch the game, not realizing it had been postponed the night before. Well I got it done. I got it
1: done. <laughs> So anyway...
2: Because it was also moving the furniture and then cleaning up all the shit that had been hidden under the furniture by 7 year old and cats and things that just get pushed under the couch.
1: Snack packages. <laughs> anyway. Uh, boxes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I know the deal with that. Um have you had a chance to watch the Red Sox since the season
2: started? Yeah, I, I've been able to catch them on the radio in the van, and I was able to watch the entire game not yesterday, but Sunday. I think I watched Sunday's game. So.
1: Nice, nice. I caught a couple games. Okay. Um, Raphael Devers is a beast. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm glad we still have him. Um, and it's good to hear, I did hear yesterday they had, it was yesterday or today, they had the game on during the day, and I was I was able to hear it on the radio when I was driving to pick my kids up. And that was fun, because I miss listening to it on the radio. Because <laughs> um, there was a job that I worked at for a few years where I would get out at seven every night, and then the drive home was like an hour, so I used to listen to the first couple innings all the time, like every night.
2: Sure, Sure, sure.
1: Uh, and they do a good job over there. Those two guys, uh, I f- honestly
2: don't remember who does the radio call. Castiglione yep. and Orsillo.
1: <laughs>
2: no, God no. no, no. Orsillo was on Nessun, but that hasn't that right. was years ago. Oh, I can't remember. The, I can't remember the other guy's name right now. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, I'm
1: actually looking forward to baseball this year because baseball with like full baseball stadiums and no restrictions anymore like it just feels good to get back to that.
2: I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited to get back into it. I didn't. Yep. I didn't really. I didn't really follow the last couple of years.
1: Yeah. No. Same. Same. I'm trying to.
2: I'm trying to dive back in with both feet here. Absolutely.
1: Uh, let's see here. So I'll tell you this, really? yeah. the SmackDown after Mania felt like a show that was supposed to be your typical Aftermania show. You know what I mean? A lot of debuts, yep. a lot of different things, story, story arcs happening. Um, so before we talk about anything else, because we still are in that WrestleMania hangover period... We should talk about SmackDown.
2: Okay. Where do you want to start?
1: Uh, Well, (laughs) we can work our way backwards. So, the Bloodline comes out at the end of the night. And we're about to find out what's next for the Bloodline. So, first of all, what's next for the Bloodline is Roman wants them to unify the tag titles. More on that in just a moment. <laughs> <laughs> but then the second thing is that Shinsuke Nakamura comes out and he cuts this scathing, awesome promo on Roman. I mean, he might have,
2: he would, he would have, he would have if he Roman had to take the mic. Away. But before Shin can say anything, Roman takes the mic away. I will say, I will say, Shinsuke Nakamura, master of faces. Yes.
1: Oh no, that's fair. That's fair. But I gotta say that the first thing that popped to my mind when the Usos uh, super kicked them was, oh, how very young Bucks of them. <laughs> just the spot, just the double super kick to someone who's not expecting it over your leader's shoulders. Like, I can picture literally Kenny Omega and the Bucks doing that spot. But it is what it is. Um, do, okay, do you think they really are gonna do Shinsuke as a challenger to Roman?
2: I mean, the next pay-per-view is Backlash, so who gives a shit?
1: Sure, but... So I will say he's one of the few people left on SmackDown that we have not seen get a legit one-on-one match. And if we did, then it wasn't a program. It was a you know quick SmackDown title defense to pop the ratings or something. But... Mm-hmm. I don't think I can believe Shinsuke's going to be the one to beat Roman, no matter what they try. So,
2: eh, I guess it really doesn't no, matter. No, <laughs> it's, it, 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 it'll be one of those fill-in pay-per-view programs, just a bridge.
1: Sure, but there are times where one of those, every now and then, sometimes I watch one of those programs and I go, okay, I could see it. Like, Cesaro? Like, there was a small, like, 5% of me that was like, maybe Cesaro could beat Roman. Because back then, they, they 5% did...
2: 5% is generous.
1: But back then, they did spend a lot of time building up Cesaro. Like, before he got the title shot against Roman. Remember, he was swinging Seth, like, 55 times and stuff. And <laughs> he was on that roll, and... <sighs> Vaguely? Yeah. But with Shinsuke, this is just because Boog's got hurt. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> this makes it even worse. Uh okay. What do you want to talk about from SmackDown?
2: <sighs> what happened on SmackDown?
1: Well, we started the show off with Rhonda. And Kayla Braxton in the ring. And Kayla Braxton was like, Look, Rhonda, you obviously made Charlotte tap. Let's go to the footage. And Ronda's like, Yes, I made her tap. Like I said, I would make her tap. That's the joke. And,
2: She's the Terminator now.
1: Uh, close enough. So, and then she demands a rematch. She wants an I quit match. I'm sure they're going to do an
2: I Quit Match at WrestleMania Backlash. Uh, <sighs> yeah, I said, I, I guessed that it was going to be a submission match. I was <clears throat> close, I suppose. Not exactly right, but close.
1: Assuming that they don't pull out the McFoley Foley recording of Ronda saying, <laughs> I quit... And then Charlotte just taping it and then fucking using it during the match. Assuming they don't do that, I'm I'm gonna say that Charlotte loses the title here, right? Yeah, I would think so. Yeah, because they're not gonna have Ronda say I quit. That's that's not gonna fucking happen. Um, yeah, this was just a way to stretch it out. Maybe they'll get some buys or some views for WrestleMania Backlash with this match, knowing that Ronda's gonna win the belt. But I don't know. Uh, let me see. I I still don't care. That's (laughs) for sure. Well, we did, we did welcome some new talent to SmackDown. Uh, introduced by Ludwig Kaiser. (laughs)
2: Just in case, just just in case we need to impress upon you more that he is German. Mm -hmm. We're going to call him Kaiser
1: the ring general gunta okay i still like the presentation i i don't give a shit what color it was don't even fucking go there but oh did you just, you were working all day troy put something in the host tro- yeah whatever okay um no i like the presentation gunta looks like a beast Um, Now I can see why Fabian Eichner did what he did last week on NXT. (laughs) Uh, How do you feel about the debut of Gunther and just Marcel Bartel? Oh, I'm sorry, Ludwig Kaiser. Ludwig Kaiser.
2: I mean, it was a a squishy squash, so it was what it was. But uh, I thought it was a good way to... uh... Introduce him to the main roster, if anybody, for the folks who watch SmackDown and don't watch NXT. Um, Poor Joe Alonzo. But um, after that, we got another new person. We did. Who who apparently just got married in the last week. Congratulations. (laughs) Because her last name very suddenly changed. Despite being...
1: Double R herself, Raquel Rodriguez.
2: <laughs> double R. Raquel <laughs> Rodriguez. Yes. No, no longer Gonzalez. Though, it, will she still be Raquel Gonzalez on NXT? They're, are they, is she one of the tag team champions? I can't even remember at this point.
1: No, they lost but, the belts. They lost them back to Toxic Attraction.
2: Oh, that's right. That's right, because we were talking about that last so time. So that's the end
1: of, of Raquel and NXT. Was. She's not going to be down there no more she's done okay look i don't get raquel rodriguez uh, doesn't
2: talk about that for half a second why why do you have them win the women's tag team titles at stand and deliver and then lose them what five days later
1: i don't unless it's some type of storytelling device for dakota kai to to get a a title push against mandy that's the only thing i could think of because that is the direction Dakota Kai is going in Um, I mean there's 10 million different ways to get there but I I guess they chose oh let's have them win it but then we'll give it right back to them and that makes Dakota go crazy like she got her best friend back but then you know ultimately she lost her again I don't
2: know no titles and no best friend make Dakota something something seriously
0: go crazy?
2: Don't mind if I do!
1: Yeah, she's bad shit lunatic down there right now, which is fine. I mean, we saw Nikki Cross play that character a few years ago, remember? That was good. Mm -hmm. That was really
2: good. I enjoyed Nikki Cross in that character. Mm -hmm. Uh,
1: Okay, who else? Oh, wow, we had a a face turn. We had what's being called um, I can't even fake it. Uh, uh who cares of uh, face turns. Madcap Moss is now a baby face after being done putting up with, with Happy Corbin shit. Yeah. Aren't you excited? This is so why he, excited. this is why he won the Andrew. Because, <laughs> because it's just we're off to the races with Madcap. He's big big fucking <laughs> push now.
2: I didn't catch it while we were recording last night, but I, I think uh, last week, rather, but I heard it today when I was listening to last week's episode. I think it was Troy who called it Andrew the Trophy, and I think that's what we have to call it. Andrew
1: the Trophy?
2: <laughs> that's good. That's good. It's no longer Andrew the Giant, it's Andrew the Trophy.
1: <laughs> hey, I'm down. That's fine. Um, yeah, I I mean, to be fair, the crowd, the crowd was into it. I mean, they're dumb, but still, they were into it. They were cheering for Madcap Moss.
2: Do we give a shit about Lacey Evans?
1: I do, but I'm a little confused on the per, uh, the new way she's being portrayed. Yeah, because now we're getting a backstory. That no one asked for.
2: Well, she, and, she's been gone for what eighty-four months. Like, I don't, I don't and and the she, problem is, she yeah. disappeared. Who gives a shit? Well,
1: that's the thing. you I
2: grew up in an abusive household in a trailer park, <clears throat> and that's why I became a marine. Don't care. But
1: yet, that's the thing. Like, you're doing this wrong. That's what it feels like. It, it, you've kept her off TV, and then the first time she shows up after like two years, it's it's uh. I don't know, a backstage pre-tape, right? Like, almost like a vignette, but with no cool music or, like, you know, popping Miami scenery. Uh, and it was so long. Yeah, and she went on for about, like
2: 15, like, 15 minutes. She yeah, was, I didn't need that much of a Lacey Evans sob story all at once.
1: Yeah, I feel like they, they gave us way too much. It was just like, yeah, hey, learn all this right now. There'll be a test on it later. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I, I, I'm excited for Lacey Evans. I'm glad she's not uh, an annoying Southern Belle anymore. But, I mean, did you really have to go that deep? You could have just been like, "Well, I'm a Marine, and as a Marine, uh, I want to kill people." I don't know. <laughs> you couldn't just. Make it simple? Why'd you have to make it all fight? Like, you know, so many people who are watching that were like, all right, this is lame. I'm changing the channel. <laughs> and,
2: so, and so many other people were like, who the fuck is that?
1: Right? Yeah, the, uh, Michael Cole threw to the backstage with Lacey Evans, like, we were told it was happening at any point during the show. Never did they say, like, oh, tonight's the night you'll hear from Lacey Evans or, or something like that. Like, there was no setup kind of like Jinder Mahal getting an icy title shot. Yeah. No fucking setup. And also, who cares? Uh, Sami Zayn's still doing good funny work. Drew McIntyre is Drew McIntyre. He's going to just do what he does. Let's see here. Oh, I was going to make a bad comment about this, but then I heard that Rhea Ripley is actually out, like because she might have COVID, so... It, it the booking seemed weird to me that Liv beat Sasha when nobody was with her like in her corner and then on Raw Liv lost to Naomi and again Rhea was nowhere to be found you know what I mean now it makes sense if Rhea is sick but it didn't make any sense like kayfabe wise anyway
2: yeah like Liv Morgan trying to prove herself But only goes one for two? Like, what does that prove? Yeah, I don't... I don't know.
1: (laughs) I don't know. So... I'm trying to see if anything else happened on SmackDown that was of importance. And I'm not seeing much of anything...
2: No, we talked about pretty much everything. Cause the only you know, thing after that was the—I mean, we didn't talk about Xavier Woods versus Butch, but who gives a shit?
1: <sighs> Do you agree what we what we were saying about Butch last week? That for some yeah. reason, some weird reason they turned him into a fucking uh, angry little little person. <laughs>
2: yeah, I, I was on the show last week. I just—it's so disappointing. <laughs>
1: He's, and they actually called him rabbit this week. Like, like there's something mentally wrong with him. <laughs> I don't know. I don't understand the, this uh, quote-unquote character development. But, yeah, so at least there were some debuts on, on SmackDown. We had Gunther, We had the return of Lacey Evans, kind of. Oh. And we had uh, Raquel Rodriguez. Mm-hmm. Now, we had one debut this week on Monday Night Raw. Granted, he has been on Raw before, recently, over the past couple months. Um, And he didn't actually wrestle or come out to the ring. But, was it Patrick, the little backstage interviewer guy from Ireland? One of them. He was like... The newest member of the Raw roster, Tommaso Ciampa!
2: No, that's Elias. Oh. Tommaso Ciampa? No, that's Ezekiel. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so it was a backstage interview segment that was immediately interrupted for Kevin Owens' Elias bullshit. (laughs) And then they never mentioned him again! (sighs) Look, Welcome to the main roster, Tommy Champs.
1: I okay. Obviously in the past six or seven years, uh, they've had a very bad, bad history with how they bring up people from NXT. And they continue to do that. <laughs> um look, I'm hoping he can go through the growing pains and, and, and you know, this is a foot in the door. It is amazing to me to see Tommaso Champa as a member of the Raw roster, like, officially. And even if his initial use is minimal, he has done all he can do in NXT.
2: Yeah.
1: There's literally nothing else they can do with Tommaso Champa down there. So, um... It's Raw, it's three hours. I'm... Hoping they'll find something for him, but you know, you know how Vince do. He he likes to kind of put his spin on your on your shtick, which is why we got Gladiator carrying cross. So let's let's just see because I'm eventually assuming Champ going to have his first match as a, an official Raw roster member, and let's see how that goes. Hopefully, it's not against Veer. Because then that will be really disappointing. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of Veer... Right. Jesus. Any um, comments on him fucking up Dominic Mysterio? Again. Oh, you know what we had on Raw this week? Dude, we had the return of Jerry Lawler. Because Corey Graves was on his honeymoon. And Jerry Lawler this week on Raw was... Oh, my God. He was making some of the most... Like, the worst jokes and just some of the stupidest fucking one-liners that weren't even funny. And I was like, please, no, don't let this guy... Like, I'd rather just be Byron and Jimmy Smith.
2: Right.
1: He was bad. He was fucking terrible this week. Um... Oh, yeah, the Romans sent the Usos to Raw to get the get the tag titles. Yeah, how'd that go? Well, they, they're not coming back with the tag titles, but they did win a match that might put them in a match for the tag titles.
2: <laughs> right, yeah.
1: I mean, they didn't officially say that, but... The Usos beat the Prophets, and then they stared down RK-Bro. So... Do you think they're going to unify the tag titles?
2: I don't know, honestly.
1: You want to know what scares me? They've unified the WWE Universal Championship if they unify the tag titles next, it's going to make me start to really contemplate those rumors about Vince selling the company. Because it's almost like he's getting everything in position to be like, okay, now it's like basically reset, do whatever you want. Do you know what I mean? you mm. imagine a world... Where the w w f is owned by somebody other than a McMahon.
0: like Disney
1: or the prince of Saudi Arabia <laughs> I mean he has the money uh yeah, I don't want to think about it. i mean i I think i at this point. Uh, the devil you know is always better than the devil you don't, so I'd rather it stay with the McMahons, to be honest. I can't imagine if Disney bought it. God fucking help us. Although not everything that they do is, you know, G and PG rated. They, they've they just recently added content to Disney Plus that is now, for the first time ever, TVMA. So, I guess what I'm saying is I look forward to a blood match that will be on Disney+. Plus.
2: First blood match.
1: <laughs> anyway. Brought <Party> to you by <laughs> Um, Is Cody... Did you enjoy Cody's match, return match to Raw against The Miz? Yeah. I did, yeah.
2: actually.
1: I enjoyed his segment on Ms. TV. Mm -hmm. People were making a big deal because Cody said something about the wrestlers and Ms. corrected him and said superstars.
2: Yeah, and he said belt.
1: Oh, yeah, and the other thing with the belt. I think they're just playing into that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, This is not like... He's not really correcting him. And by the way that whole belt thing. Roman said belts on Smackdown. So <laughs> I have one belt, you have I have two belts and only you have two belts and then there's only two of you, but there's one of me anyway. You see He was dangerously close to getting this is some Steiner math on Smackdown. <laughs> um but anyway. So yeah, no, Cody had a good promo, I thought. He had a good segment on on Miz TV. I enjoyed that he said to Miz, you haven't changed one bit. I thought that was good. And then, you know, Miz kind of fired back. So obviously it was just a TV program to get to to Seth. Which, by the way, when are we doing the rematch with Seth and Cody? Is that this coming Raw? Did they officially say, you know, Miz versus Seth, I'm sorry, Cody versus Seth next week?
2: I don't recall them saying that. Okay.
1: Oh, this happened on Raw. Damian Priest. Damian Priest is going one on one with AJ Styles. Do you remember what happened at the end of this match?
2: I believe he disappeared
1: <laughs> well no not exactly uh, the lights went out and then the purple ambiance came on and then <laughs> um, Priest was in the center of the, the spotlight and then the lights went off again and then the spotlight came back on and his eyes were all wide and he looked, like, really angry, and then we derped out. We didn't really derp out, but that's what it was feeling like. It felt like this was a Bray Wyatt skit. Am I wrong?
2: Yeah, I, I do remember his eyes being very strange.
1: Yeah, like what? The, but, but I guess the match is a no contest then? You know what I mean? Maybe. What are you looking at that's so important?
2: Trying to get my bot to work. Can I get my Twitch password? Do you mind?
1: <laughs> I mean, we are doing a show here. Not at all. Can we please have some decorum? Please, can we have some decorum? Oh, what did he say? He said something on NXT. Bad news, Barrett, over there. Somebody says something about bad news, and he was like, That's my IP. I don't know. It was funny. Anyway, Uh, Cody versus the Miz was fine. It was exactly what I thought it was going to be. Only one crossroads to end Miz's night this week.
2: Yeah. Well, it's not WrestleMania. Yeah, that's what I figured. Seth
1: gets in the ring after the match and laughs. And then, oh, well, that's when he said, you know, I heard you want a rematch. And Cody's like, you damn right I want a rematch. And Seth's like, all right, you'll get your rematch. But it does not say specifically when. Oh, <laughs> what did you think about the Dana Brooks segment? And that whole story going through Raw, Stor- thread, I guess.
2: The bat, the bachelorette party.
1: Bachelor- the bachelor. It started with the bachelor party, and then into the bachelorette party, and then truth was a minister.
2: I, <clears throat> this- Yeah, they're gonna have a double wedding next week.
1: Why? Can't they just keep it on main event? It feels like a main something for main event. <laughs> I don't want to see it on Raw. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Whatever. Oh. Yeah. What'd you think about Lashley and MVP's little back and forth on the mic? Not bad. I enjoyed what they were I, saying to each other.
2: I like Lashley throwing couches around. <laughs>
1: I enjoyed good. MVP saying, you know, you were hanging around with Leo Rush and Lana when I got here. Okay? You were doing nothing. I'm the one who made you a champion. I thought that was good.
2: He's not wrong.
1: Um, no, but I also. Showing the world is ass. Yeah. <clears throat> but I also appreciated Lashley's uh, response, where he's basically like. You motherfucker. You stabbed me in the back. I'm gonna get you. But, um... Yeah, no, it was good. It was good. We'll see where that goes, because obviously, uh... Big Omas definitely needs the help. And needs a mouthpiece, so... Anything else? No, that's 100% true. Come to your mind from Raw? From Raw. Austin Theory is getting a United States Championship match next week against Finn Balor.
2: He'll probably win. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. And Bianca's next appointment is... uh, Next appointment.
2: (laughs) Your
1: next opponent Yeah,
2: okay, let's talk about that Because I, 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 I couldn't remember if that was Raw or, or, or SmackDown I was on Raw I, I Saw this coming well, As soon as Sonya started Hyping up the Mystery opponent I was like, oh, oh, it's, it's her. Sonya Yeah I don't know, man Again, this just feels like oh well, let's we'll put Shinsuke with Roman just for the fucking backlash because who gives a shit?
1: Hundred <laughs> percent.
2: Yeah.
1: Um It's a little bit better because because Sonya's character is abusing her power and she she can kind of stack the decks and she's an authority figure, so it's a little bit more intriguing uh, than Roman and Shinsuke. But uh, there's still no chance Bel-Air loses the belt to Sonya Deville. No, no chance. They might stretch it out. They might end up going two pay-per-views, you know. But this is like when Carmelo was fighting Sasha all those pay-per-views in a row last year, mm-hmm. and everyone was like, "No, Sasha's not losing the belt to Carmelo."
2: <laughs> yeah. And it doesn't make sense otherwise. I mean, it's just... We're back to Sonya abusing her power. Only on this show on title. the last one. <laughs> who, who gives a shit? Like, why... What is going to make me care about this? The
1: problem is right. they never... you know... correctly asserted Sonia and Adam Pierce as basically the authority. So no one takes them seriously. And Sonia's been pulling this shit for six months straight. So that's that whole shtick is now old because she even just did it with Rhonda last month. And we never got
2: she didn't, and with Naomi, which we never got fucking closure to.
1: Yep. And it's just like You're not gonna beat Bianca. <laughs> so We're just, we're wasting time here. We're wasting time to either get back to Becky or maybe we're wasting time until I just thought of Dewdrop, and I was like, no, they can't do that again (laughs) for Bianca. That was like her whole end of 2021. So I don't know. I don't know. They don't have anybody that sticks out in my mind as a viable challenger.
2: (laughs) Apparently not.
1: And even if it, Alexa comes back as a heel. Mm. Speaking of Alexa, they brought her name up in the middle of all this.
2: <laughs>
1: Sonya was like, oh, it could be, you know, Becky wants a rematch. It could be Liv Morgan. It could be Rhea Ripley. And he's like, she's like, what about Alexa? She's on her way back after her honeymoon. And I was just like, and what exactly are you doing with
2: Alexa when she gets back?
1: Because I don't think they have any fucking idea.
2: (laughs) She's a human again. Maybe. Kind of? Maybe not. We don't know. Yeah, I don't know.
1: Uh, See, I get nothing else from Raw, really. Nothing I can think of. The fucking main event was the Usos and the Street Profits. Yeah. We had to watch
2: Dominic get stretchered out again.
1: Dude, they showed that like four times. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I get it. He's going to be out of action for a while. I don't care. <laughs> it's Dominic fucking Mysterio. What do I care? Actually, Raw had a lot of what do I care
2: going <laughs> on. <laughs> Shout out to CPA for being the referee at the bachelor party. Ah. Uh... I didn't even notice that. CP is a good dude. He's one of the one of the cap guys. Um, he was at a he did an alchemyia once, and uh, asked that I uh, that I introduce him as being from Saginaw, Michigan. But I have to say Saginaw like Vince said Saginaw at in your house, whichever one that was. Oh so I had to I had to pull up that in your house on my on the, the network on my phone to make sure I said it correctly as I recall, CPA said something to the effect of "No one has ever sounded more excited to be in Saginaw, Michigan than Vince McMahon did." in that in your house, oh my God.
1: I didn't know they did a pay-per-view from Saginaw, Michigan.
2: Saginaw, Michigan. Yeah, yeah. This was a lot of nothing.
1: Right, Ra- Ra- We got to
2: see. We got to see Veer Mahan's weird neck crank. Submission finisher thing.
1: I mean, if that's what you call it, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I already have seen Veer Mahan beat up people. Again, this is... I don't understand why this is considered a new character. He does nothing different than when he was with uh, Shanky. Nothing. Shanky!
2: So AEW is back in Boston this week. Yes, it was.
1: That was a loud crowd. uh, They were loud as shit for Dynamite.
2: True, that's true. And, uh, yeah. What'd you think? What'd you think of
1: Dynamite this week?
2: It was Dynamite.
1: Samoa Joe had his, uh, debut on Dynamite.
2: He sure did. (laughs) Yeah, he did. Beat uh, Max Castor in less than three minutes.
1: I think what you meant to say is almost crippled Max Castor in less than three minutes that
2: it took him to cripple Tyson
1: Kid. Um I'm surprised he brought out the muscle buster again. Mm. Jesus Christ, we're just gonna keep doing that, huh? Castor's rap was funny at the beginning of it though.
2: As always. And then after after that match, we got the Battle of the Shawns.
1: That's right. We had the chairman, Sean Spears, versus the captain, Sean Dean.
2: <laughs> Pay-per-view quality. Yeah.
1: Well, you see, MJF had all his security around the arena, so there was definitely no chance that Wardlow would show up. And Wardlow showed
2: up because they made the signs bigger this week.
1: <laughs> I said this last let's, week or 2 weeks ago when when MJF said he was going to make sure Wardlow stays home. I was like this is going to lead to a bunch of skits of Wardlow not actually staying home.
2: Well, Wardlow beat the shit out of those security guards. Yeah, that that's what he but, do. <laughs> let's um let's let's discuss this Tables match. Uh, okay. Between the Hardy Boys and Butcher and Blade. Yeah. Because it was, to sum it up in two words, hot garbage.
1: Oh, I was going to say shit show.
2: That, that, that too. That's even better because that's one word. Yeah.
1: It was the best. <laughs>
2: this... <laughs> This was never this was not announced as an elimination tables match. No. Nope. It was just announced as a tables match. That's correct. We go to break on Butcher and Blade kind of putting Jeff Hardy through a table but not actually putting Jeff Hardy through a table.
1: So remember at the beginning of this match they they made sure to emphasize that you must win when you are put through a table with an offensive maneuver. They said that about six times, which sounds awful on TV. And like you said, they sidestep Jeff Hardy, and he goes through the table. But they also kind of pushed him into the table.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So was that an offensive move?
2: <laughs> well, the table didn't break, so it doesn't fucking matter. Which already broken Because they ripped one of the legs off, so it just kind of fell over. <sighs> and then we, we end the match. Of course, the Hardys win, because of course they do. When Jeff uh, is barely able to climb a, a very tall ladder and... Fucking murders himself and Blade with a swanton. Yeah. Through two tables.
1: Uh we have seen Jeff Hardy do this spot before, I might add, in the WWE. In recent years, actually. Um But he did it on pay per view. He didn't he didn't do it for some random dynamite with no purpose. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He swantoned himself through blade and through the table. Who fucking cares? <laughs> I never thought that the Hardy's, like the actual Hardy's shtick, could be so played out within what? He's been back for like three weeks. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And mind you, they're they're full out Hardy boys. Like like Matt's wearing the old hot topic shirts and shit. You know what I mean? And the whole that you would think that I would be excited to see the Hardy's against new teams, right? Dude. I have never been more bored than during this this Hardy's run, I guess if you want to call it that. The the latest Hardy's run. Bored. Just straight up fucking bored.
2: Yeah. Because they're not doing anything. <sighs>
1: Dynamite had a lot of... eh. Uh, Specifically, just to kind of throw on this, uh, Adam Cole took on Christian Cage. And you know what? The match wasn't bad. The match was pretty good. But... Afterwards... It ended the same way it's ended for Adam Cole and Red Dragon for the past two months. Mm. Jurassic Express come out, then they brawl, then Hangman comes out. This feels like we already did this, this whole thing. Of
2: course it does. They do the same thing all the time. Every fucking week.
1: Adam Cole has been fighting with Jurassic Express since Adam Cole came into the company. (laughs) Seven months ago? (laughs) Like, fuck's sake. But but this time it's going to be a Texas death match and Hangman tells him, you better get your affairs in order. (gasps) That means it's real. He's really going to kill him.
2: I don't know. Another gimmick match for no fucking reason.
1: Jay Lethal's with Sanjay Dutt now. That's his uh, new character change. Uh How do you feel about that?
2: Yeah, that's a thing. That is a thing.
1: And uh, the greatest tag team match of all time happened. It was Bucks and
2: FTR Part 2. But we were wrong last week. The Bucks did not give themselves the Ring of Honor tag team titles.
1: No, they did not. Yet. <clears throat> give it time. Uh, what did you think of the match? Uh, decent. I I enjoyed it. I felt like Dynamite was was decent at the beginning. Like I said, Cole and Christian actually did do a good match. Um, and then... I enjoyed this tag match at the end, but there was a whole lot of nothing in the whole middle of the show. A whole lot of nothing leading to nowhere. And that's kind of how AEW's been feeling these days. Uh, Staying in Boston, they taped Rampage. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Now, not to go out of order, but I'm going to... Um, are they? did they think Sammy Guevara was going to be a face with this character? right because he got the shit boot out of him <laughs> like you have Dan Lambert across the mic from you being a face should be pretty easy right because that dude always is able to get heat so how the fuck did they fuck this up so bad where Sammy Guevara and Tay Conti are now getting booed. Tay Conti.
2: I I yeah, I don't know who whose idea this was. But, but this is not a this is not a face character that they're playing. Ah, uh, we fucked on those belts.
1: <laughs> now, somebody said last week that this was supposed to be Cody and Brandy. Because that's the direction that that it was going in before Cody left the company. Which I don't think that makes it better if it was Cody and Brandy. But why would you slide Sammy Guevara in here, a guy you've desperately tried to make your next big star? Why would you put him in the spot and-
2: Uh, uh, um, uh, uh because, uh, uh, um, huh? but, uh,
1: we got a news. we got a new member of the, <gasps> uh, exactly. Of the Blackpool Combat Club.
2: Is he officially a member? I thought at the end of the show he was.
1: Maybe. So Moxley won by uh, the Sleeper. And then Danielson and Regal walk out. And they all surround him. And then Uta gets up to his knee and screams at them that he'll fight them all. And Regals smiles and then offers him a handshake, which Yuda accepts. So I'm assuming that means he's he's the newest member. I guess so. Also, I guess that means Lee Mariotti's probably next. <laughs> Anybody else they want to pluck out of Oh, Fuego Del Sol.
2: He's another one Bleeding oh, like a there? as long as they can bleed like a stuck pig, apparently.
1: Hey, when you fight John Moxley, that's what you do. He don't fight with you unless you bleed with him. Or something like that. <laughs> uh, anything else from? Oh, what did you think of uh, Hook's little backstage interview with uh? What's her face that they found that still works there? DDP's daughter. The
2: I don't line. know. Dan Danhausen standing in a trash bash trash can. That's all. That's all I remember. Threw the chips out. He was like. Pfft.
1: <laughs> all right do I have anything else from Rampage no no I don't yeah Red Velvet fought Willow Nightingale
2: yep yeah that's enough oh, no, that's enough of that <laughs> Yeah, I got nothing else. Rampage.
1: Oh, no, wait. You know what? I do want to bring this up. This week, coming up, AEW once again has three fucking shows this week. They have Dynamite on Wednesday. They have Rampage on Friday. And it's Battle of the Belts 2 on Saturday night. Mm-hmm. I have a very big issue with this. <laughs> Mainly because... Which is the important one? Which is the one that I can't miss? If if you're AEW and you're you're promoting this shit, right? Because you're making it sound like all the good matches are on Battle of the Belts. So should I just skip Dynamite this week?
2: We don't even know what matches are on Battle of the Belts. There's one match confirmed for Battle of the Belts.
1: Two. Oh,
2: what's the other one? What's the one you have confirmed? Thunder Rosa and Nyla Rose.
1: Uh, let me just take a quick look here. According to Fightful.
0: Uh...
2: Hmm. 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 Hmm.
1: Hmm. Is this the way they're doing Cole and hangman? In no, that's Texas on rampage. That's, that's on rampage. Ra- See, this is the problem. Which fucking show is supposed to be the important one? Mm. And then the TNT titles: say, Scorpio say Sky you you. versus. Who's he defending it
2: against? It's not, Sam,
1: it's not Sammy.
2: Oh, but we also have. Uh, on Dynamite this week, we have the the, the scintillating triple threat, uh, sorry, six man trios match between uh, Hugh Jass and Santana and X lex or uh, Kingston and X lex Jericho, Hager, and Daniel Garcia. There's a team everybody's been clamoring for. Yeah. <laughs> and then on, Di- on Dynamite this week, supposedly Jurassic Express are, are defending the tag belts against Red Rigon.
1: Okay, so we have a tag title match on Dynamite. We have the world title match on Rampage. And we have the women's title match on Battle of the Belts.
2: Mm-hmm. There's got to be a TNT title match in there somewhere.
1: Or, oh, and a TBS title match.
2: Yeah. Jade Cargill can beat another fucking job. Oh, was she fighting Marina? Uh, no, she was going to
1: fight uh, Marina Oh, yeah. So. Hmm. Because I give a shit. See, this is my problem, though. I, I feel like they're watering down their own programming against each other.
2: <laughs> they're going to end. No, it's, a- it's AEW. Everything's important.
1: They're going to lose viewers on Dynamite this week. I guarantee it.
2: What else is there?
1: (laughs) Oh, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Oh, and also at some point, Ricky Starks is teaming with Hobbs to take on uh, Swerve and Keith Lee. That
2: match is booked, right? You say so.
1: So one of the things that we were talking about this week in the host thread is the fact that in 2019, AEW signed a four-year deal with Turner Broadcasting, right? Mm -hmm. And that deal is coming up next year. And the new president of the network doesn't particularly care for wrestling,
2: Do you think AEW's in trouble? Certainly not the money they spent on wrestling. Do you think
1: Tony Khan and this company are in serious trouble when it comes to television, their next TV deal?
2: (sighs) I'm currently more concerned about him tweeting wild-ass QAnon-style conspiracy theories about uh, the internet wrestling community.
1: Well... To tie it in, Um, if he keeps that shit up, he's not going to do himself any favors of getting a new deal (laughs) because people do see shit like that. Uh, But yes, as you mentioned, he tweeted out some fucking out-there conspiracy theory basically insinuating that the WWE was paying to have fake accounts go at AEW. That pretty much the best way to sum that up.
2: Yeah, let me find it. Okay. I'll be able to find it fairly quickly because I replied to it. Ah. Hang on. Got to die. If we keep extra silent, Sal so will forget to edit this part out.
1: Oh, of course. That's a given. Now, while it's you further, do that, I'm going to for, go, It's
2: further back than I thought it
1: was. I'm just going to go on fucking Twitter. There it Twitter. is. Okay, you got it.
2: An independent study. This is posted uh, April eighth, which was Friday, something like that. One eighteen p.m. So this is what this dude does in the middle of the afternoon. An independent stu- an independent study has confirmed that much of the staunch anti AEW online community aren't real individuals. It's a staff running thousands of accounts plus an army of bots to signal boost them. Look closely; these aren't real people who'd pay for such a wildly expensive thing. Who? 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 Research this one yourselves. You internet detectives thrive in these situations. Speaking of wild things, you don't want to miss John Moxley versus Wheeler Utah on AEW Rampage. Their boiler room staff is going to be working overtime on a Friday, and I love it.
1: He is so bad at transitions in his own tweets. Remember he did it a couple months ago. He was like, oh, and don't forget to check out Rampage. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, yeah, I ever so... wonder why
2: so much of the activity of these accounts is retweets and replies like who actually has 80% of their activity is straight up retweets
1: dude
2: this man is a fucking lunatic
1: yeah no he's um so you know how Dixie Carter was regarded as an idiot who didn't know how to run a wrestling company sure this guy is worse because he is batshit fucking crazy. Like, delusional doesn't even begin to cover it. Um, like, at least Dixie Cotter never begged for validation ten times a day. You know what I mean? It's just... It's, it's to the point now where I just shake my head when I see... Like the latest thing he said, he's getting like Kanye West levels.
2: Yeah, it's he's easy enough to ignore, but when you when when you post something like this, which uh, uh, again to me comes across like the 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 like I said the QAnon people. Yeah. This, this sounds like. No, we couldn't have possibly lost. It's a, it's all a giant conspiracy by the robots and the space lasers. The Stanford Underground Mafia is working its hardest to take away our rights and freedoms as a, as a professional wrestling company.
1: Yeah, he's he's fucking batshit crazy. He really is. But. <clears throat> the sad part is, is how many of the stands do you think just eat that up and, like, completely buy into
2: it? Oh, shit. I was gonna look at the, the comments, and then I hit the wrong thing. It wouldn't... It, I don't want to look at the comments, because it will just make me mad. But...
1: Can I read Evil Uno's tweet? <laughs> An independent study has confirmed that much of the staunch anti evil Uno online community aren't real. Yeah, the the
2: the the, 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 the uh, parody tweets were pretty good. Yes. Um, I just replied. I re- it, you know the end of it was who who would pay for such a wildly expensive thing? I, I replied nobody. You fucking lunatic. Yeah.
1: So between their owner constantly losing his fucking mind and the network wondering why they pay for a wrestling show, um, I think AEW might be in a little bit of trouble.
2: I do. I appreciate that most of the comments that I'm seeing are seem to be sane people. Like, not for nothing, but can somebody, like, hold an intervention for this guy? I think the coke addiction has gone too far. <laughs> or this one that just says, you, sir, are a clown. There you go.
1: I would say that's about right.
2: Oh. Jesus, Tony! Con- Tony Khan is only three months younger than I am. <laughs>
1: Imagine if you were a billionaire, and your daddy bought you a wrestling company for Christmas.
2: No, we can stop a billionaire.
1: Uh, Anyway, tomorrow night on Dynamite,
2: CM Punk takes on Penta. (laughs) This one says, I'm very real. Don't do drugs. Nice. Punk Uh, versus Penta.
1: Yes, Punk versus Penta. That should actually be really good. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, tag title match, Luchasaurus uh, and Jungle Boy versus Red Dragon. Marina Shaffer takes uh, on Sky Blue. Red Ragon. Red Ragon. Uh, MJF takes on Sean Dean. That will be a waste of time. Mm-hmm. Swerve and Keith Lee take on Starks and Hobbs. And He's got
2: to get his win back.
1: Kingston, Santana, and Ortiz take on the Jericho Ass Society.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't, everything on Dynamite tomorrow, I'm looking forward to the tag title match and
2: Punk vs. Penta. Punk and Penta should be good. Mm-hmm.
1: The tag title match should be good, too. Yeah. Red Rigon and Jurassic Express should have a good match. I mean, fuck, you know how many times uh, Fish and O'Reilly had, like, match of the year candidates in NXT? you know what I mean like there's no reason why it shouldn't be just as good unless people are fucking like oh, I got my money I don't really give a shit I'm just mailing it in at this
2: point <laughs> I mean I mean <laughs> nah that should be good I mean it, it's should be decent Be should be, it should be an, an entertaining night of, of wrestling uh, unless they do dumb shit all over the place which they are want to do. Yeah, we got a lie detector test on uh, on Ron Monday. That's so that'll be, be fun.
1: That's gonna go great. <laughs> <laughs> do you think Kevin Owens losing his fucking mind is leading to another evolutionary step in the character? Did you see his response to the tweet that has that picture in it? He tagged Sammy, and he he was like, help me! Yeah. (laughs) Which is so great, because Sammy with the conspiracy theories and everything like that, so it just works. Um, Yeah, that was good. But, obviously this is just something for Kevin to do, post-Austin, you know what I mean? Right, I hope so. But no, I am wondering if this leads to him losing his goddamn mind. Like not, not like Goldust when he when he stuck his finger in a socket and got all weird <laughs> More like um
2: Slight Cactus Jack,
1: I would be I would be okay with.
2: Oh one thing we didn't talk about from Raw.
1: Uh-huh.
2: Austin theory. Yes. No longer Austin. Did they say just theory this week? Just theory. Huh. It must. Have, uh, he said. He said, "Mr. Rickman decided. He and Mr. McMahon decided he doesn't look like an Austin." What?
1: <laughs> it's kind of funny though.
2: Yeah. So next week on Raw, uh, U.S. title match: Finn Balor versus Theory. I'm I'm fine with that. Well. To this day, I still say. No. I don't want to see Finn Balor lose, but I don't have any issue with him I'm losing to the Theory.
1: No, I, I'm the same at this point. Although knowing the way they've they've done this story, Finn's probably going to retain because that would make sense. <laughs> um, I still say Matt Riddle, just out of habit. Still, I say Matt Riddle. You know, every time I yeah. see him on the screen, <laughs> so it's going to be Austin awesome Theory in my mind. And if they just refer to him as theory, it is what it is. But um, no, I'd be fine with Austin Theory new United States champion. Yeah, I don't know.
2: I I I think he deserves it for for that match of mania. Sure. And we do have a women's tag team title match on Raw. Even though Liv Morgan, even even though Liv Morgan only beat one of the two. Well, they announced it on this on on this past Raw.
1: Okay. So this is the Raw where Liv turns. I'm sorry, where Rhea turns on Liv and then joins uh, Edge's cult, right? Apparently.
2: <laughs> and two weddings. Fuck's sake. <laughs> How is our truth gonna fuck up these weddings? I don't know. but... Marry- is he gonna is he gonna marry uh Tozawa to Dana and uh and Reggie to Tomu? To <laughs> you know? <laughs> Watch that be what happens, and I'm just gonna be so fucking mad. I
1: will say this there is probably no chance that it's good. No yep. matter what they do. hmm Aside from Somebody's... Tiz Aside from Tizawa getting treated like a bitch. It's still not going to be good.
2: Somebody's going to try to win the 24-7 title.
1: Probably Nikki A.S.H. Because that's what she's doing these days. She's chasing the 24-7 title. Wow. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Absolutely terrible. If you could choose right now any active wrestler in the world and let's say SummerSlam, right? Who would you have beat Roman for the title? If you could if you could book anybody to beat Roman at SummerSlam. And I'm saying SummerSlam specifically since it's the next like really big event.
2: Hmm. It's a thinker. That is a thinker. It's tough because they'd have to they'd have to do some building. They'd have to do some real building, or or bring in someone.
1: Big. You want to know who I would have do it? What would you have And this is gonna be this. This is gonna be the line that drives Jason to to insanity.
2: Mark Merrow. Cody.
1: Do it. He keeps talking about it. You will literally. You could not advertise to anybody's contract who's expiring in in AEW more. Than having Cody pin Roman to win the undisputed championship.
2: Holy shit. I don't know if we do that if we I don't know if we do that in just four months, though. But if he's already talking about it
1: on every episode he's on now, I don't think you can wait until WrestleMania next year. <laughs> unless you throw some serious objects in Cody's path from now till next year.
2: I feel I I feel like we could do Cody and Roman at SummerSlam, but it would have to end count out. It it would Luger. have to unscrew. It would have to end screwy <laughs> with Roman retaining, either interference or or, or whatever would have you, and then maybe from there you can get to SummerSlam and have the have it. I'm not you can get to Survivor Series and have it change to Survivor Series, except because because. I mean, if he's the unified champion, there'd be no one for him to fight at Survivor Series because there's no other title. That's true.
1: Um, see, my my thing is, if they were to do that, it's it's a great way to show everybody in AEW like what you could have if you came back. Mm-hmm. But also, I think they would do it at SummerSlam to get it out of the way, because Cody would not. I don't think personally, and I might be wrong. God knows, I was so far. Mm-hmm. But I don't think Cody would be champ come So even if you gave him a brief run starting in August, maybe he holds it till Rumble. You know what I mean? Mm. And then we do one of those, whoever costs in the title is the guy who feuds with a mania. Um, barring Cody, I don't see anybody that's currently signed to the company as a babyface that you could be. Is like, hey, that's the next guy. That's the guy that's going to beat Roman. I know a lot of people are, are playfully saying Braun Breaker, but... We're a long way from that.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, that'd be hot. Shotting it even more than Cody. Yeah, hundred percent. I, I was okay with the idea of Seth taking it from him. I did too.
1: I actually really liked that program they had going into their match. at I think it was Rumble.
2: Yeah, I was okay with that. So, in fact, as I recall, I picked Seth to go over because I had everything backwards in my head. But I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind that. Um but yeah, I don't know <laughs> after Shinsuke, I don't know I don't know who's next.
1: You know what's ironic cuz think... cuz Shinsuke's getting put in this spot because his tag partner got hurt. I can see them doing the same for somebody like Riddle if Randy Orton got hurt. Cuz he would he would get a lot of people behind him. As as a babyface. Didn't Vickle have a go? Not a Roman.
2: Hmm.
1: He had a go at Bobby Lashley. That's what it was. And he was valiant in his effort against Bobby Lashley. <laughs> he ultimately, got pinned right in the center of the ring, but you know. <laughs> you know. He put up a it fight. <laughs> yeah. Riddle be a guy I'd love to see get put in that position. But again, you can't just, like, flip the switch. You have to gradually get there. And first, got to break up him and Randy. And God knows how you get there. Um, and do it in a, yeah, a viable way. No. And right, right now, that... why R- would R- you? RK-Bro
2: R- R- is great. RK-Bro R- is a team. RK-Bro is a team that will continue uh, forever until Randy Orton is like, all right, I'm going to do something else.
1: Doesn't RK Bro remind you of Team Hell No?
2: Like the dynamic? No, because no, because I like RK Bro.
1: You didn't like Team Hell No?
2: Stupid.
0: <laughs> are they gonna hog
1: Why? Yeah, that that got bad, but I got a kick out of it. I thought some of it was funny. I think Riddle and in, and in, and in Orin are funnier.
2: For the record, you um, think I'm the only one who bakes? <laughs> What do you think? Completely different topic. Yep. Of uh, of the Undertaker having a podcast.
1: Does he? Is that official? That get
2: announced? It's supposedly coming soon.
1: Given all he had to say at Mania, it sounds like he has a lot to say. So,
2: fuck. It's let's gonna do be, it. It's it's gonna be like a it's gonna be like a Broken Skull Sessions thing where it'll be video things that just that air on Peacock. But
1: the only confusing part of that is I can't see him playing host it would be a little weird right and would he do it in a judgmental way would he turn into jericho and make it all about himself <laughs> like
2: yeah that's the thing is i don't i don't i don't know that, i don't know what that dynamic would be
1: yeah because even when he was talking in his hall, hall of fame speech he is kind of the center of attention when he does something <laughs>
2: back for the winter. He's interesting. The best thing since wrestling. investing yes. in your kid's ears and nesting.
1: Yep. Um, how is he going to take a back seat and play like the Larry King role? What? <laughs> I can't even imagine it. Like, think about it. He has Kevin Owens in the show, and he's like, now, Kevin, tell me how it felt to take that stunner. Yeah, I bet that felt great, didn't it,
2: boy? I'm like, no, I can't see that. <laughs> I remember when I took a stunner. <laughs> uh yeah i don't i don't know I, I i haven't really watched any of the broken skull sessions even though i've been told that they're very good just because so i don't know that i would have uh any interest in watching this
1: just because you were a wrestler does not mean you should have a podcast nor does it mean you'll be successful at one um i don't know if you if you happen to catch it but last week i was on Taut magic and I had to I haven't listen, gotten there yet. I again. Had listen, I
2: just listened to last week's rundown today.
1: So. I had to listen to a Bella's podcast, and those two are atrocious at podcasting.
2: I know. I've been on. I've been on top Magic, but they people.
1: haven't gotten any better. And you were on about two years ago, so
2: I think it was that long ago.
1: Regardless, yeah, those two are still dumb as fucking bricks. Yeah. Oh, the Broken Skull sessions are good. They're good. They're not as good as um, like the original one, like when he had Vince on there. That was really good. But they're
2: all right. Are you ready for the worst segue in podcasting history? huh Speaking of Broken Skulls, uh, Shinjiro Itani suffered an, uh, uh, a neck injury at the Zero One. uh uh, what the fuck is it called? Some Zero One show. Uh, this past uh, past weekend, taking a German suplex into the buckles, which is a dumb idea um, on its face. Uh, but uh, President Takehito, Zero One President Takehito Kami gave an update saying uh, that Otani's condition hasn't changed. He's conscious but can't move his limbs. Currently, he's being treated by doctors for the official diagnosis. We are waiting for a reply from the hospital. Um we send uh, our best wishes to Shinjiro Otani on his recovery. Um, I would not be surprised that this is the end of uh, a career, but uh, hopefully it's not uh, permanent paralysis.
1: You hate to hear it. Um, And yet, it's always... Uh, you know, like a hairline away from happening. Like, he, like, how close did we come? They even said it. Like, how close Biggie came to being uh, to being paralyzed off of what when he landed off the German suplex? So, not the German, the belly to belly. You know, he that no,
2: was a f- German, huh? Oh, you're talking about Biggie. Sorry.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he Biggie said in one of those Twitter videos, he was like, "I was like a uh, two centimeters away from being paralyzed for WrestleMania." Mm-hmm. And in this sport, it keeps going faster, and it's high impact, and people keep doing more and more moves to dangerous spots of the ring. Like you said, a, a, a German into the buckles—that—and mm. you hate to hear it. You hate to hear it. Hopefully, he makes a recovery, but. And I'm not even talking of recovery back into the ring, but, you know, let's pray this guy can walk again. Right. Right. It's just terrible. It just sucks. Now, I'm not too familiar with Zero One. Do they. But it is in Japan, so I, I get the Japanese style. Is that kind of what it's like? It's very hard hitting, very strong style over there. John? Yeah, exactly. Bruno? Somebody? Bruno, let us know. Is 0-1 like a very hard-hitting uh, promotion? And if it is, uh, then what happened to this man? Was it a freak accident, or was it something that was like... You, yeah, that style means that at any moment that could happen. But we'll see. We'll see. Uh, in some lighter news, this is also a horrible segue... Uh, England is getting their first major wrestling show in 30 years at a stadium. Uh, Wales, specifically, will host the first major WB stadium event since SummerSlam 92. (coughs) Excuse me. All right. No word on when or what that event will be. But I'm assuming it will be some type of premium live event. Uh,
2: let's see here. They're making a big deal of it, so I would assume so. It'd be something that will air at, you know, like 3 p.m. here on the East Coast. but
1: It'd probably be like Night of Champions or something like that. Right. <laughs> well, I don't but think it's going to be SummerSlam. I think it's in September.
2: Yeah. Uh, let's see Yeah, be fast, no, fast late as like in March. It'll be, uh... I honestly don't even remember the fucking pay-per-views anymore.
1: It'll be Money in the Bank. Nah, Money in the Bank's like in May. I thought
2: that was in July.
1: What? I thought it was in May! <laughs> Who the and, fuck knows anymore, right?
2: Alright. In other happy news. Yes. Uh, congratulations to uh, Carmela and Corey Graves on their on their wedding. Um, <laughs> I love the pictures of everybody dressed nicely. Okay. For an outdoor wedding, dress. and then and then fucking John Moxley <laughs> uh, in fucking jeans and a fucking leather jacket and a black t shirt.
1: I would but, love to say I'm surprised. <laughs>
2: And then uh, also uh, Braun Strowman, like like looking like fucking cotton candy. Oh. Well, he was wearing like all pink. It's very strange. You gonna tell him that? <laughs> <laughs> if,
1: if if Adam Shahir, whatever the fuck his name is, sh- sh- sure, yeah. sure. If he showed up in a pink suit at APW, you're gonna tell him like. Hey, Braun, what's up with the fucking pink suit?
2: No, I'd be on the other side of the room trying not to get COVID. Uh, (sighs) Good luck
1: with that. Um, Okay, one thing we we forgot to talk about. NXT from last week. I know you probably don't remember much. But the night ended with... The champion, Braun Breaker... Oh, yeah. uh, Defeating... Gunther on his way out the door and over to SmackDown. And then who should show up on the screen?
2: Joe uh, Casey. Not
1: initially. No, 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 the, the camera was on a tight shot and it was Rick Steiner.
2: How did it start with Rick?
1: It started with Rick and he said I'm so proud of you and then basically was like but please help me. <laughs> And we widen, and Joe Gacy, and what's his name, Heidenreich?
2: No, what's the dude that he's with? I I don't fucking remember. Uh,
1: They have basically kidnapped Rick Steiner.
2: Had him in a cage.
1: Yes. Uh, How do you feel about this? Because Joe Gacy has always had that serial killer vibe, so I feel like this works.
2: I mean, it's a little cliche, but uh, I don't hate it. I kind of like it. We'll see how we'll see what pans out on tonight's NXT when I watch that.
1: I kind of like it because it's it's a little different and it's a it's a nice little something new for Breaker to deal with. And and yes, we've seen it in wrestling before. Fuck, John Cena Senior probably has, uh, you know, horrible PTSD from some of the stuff he did when when Cena was on top. But uh, yeah, I, I think it's it's always. Interesting when it gets more personal, and it's always personal when you involve family.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So it was weird seeing the dog-faced gremlin in a cage. A little ironic, but also... Weird. <laughs> oh, ha- Holland is his name. Har- Harland.
2: Harland. Yeah. Yes.
1: Gommen. No, I'm just kidding. Um,
2: you said a gummint. <laughs>
1: Ah, uh, what else, what else, what else? Anything else happened from NXT? Nikita Lyons took oh. on Lash Legend. No one
2: cares. Alexa Bliss and Ryan Cabrera apparently officially got married as well. Yeah, which
1: way. is weird because two, so. did they get married on the same day as Carmella and Corey?
2: No, I think the day before.
1: Oh, okay, because I was going to say... like day,
2: be- day before day after. If
1: you're friends with Carmella and you're friends with Alexa, what do you do?
2: <laughs> like... Oh, no, maybe it was the week after. Not, no, not...
1: no, this was all this past weekend that those two couples got married. I just didn't know the dates. Okay. Um, anyway. Anyway. Yes, and there were lots of wrestlers at both ceremonies. We'll just leave it at
2: that. <laughs> they just had them side to side. <sighs> With our truth as the uh... Oh, my God.
1: That's what they're <laughs> going to do next week. <laughs> all right. Anything else you want to talk about from this week in wrestling? I don't think so. Yeah, well, we're on the, kind of like the um, the lull after Mania. Mm. Where, thing, you know, sometimes it's fresh and new, and we have all these new storylines and new characters. and We got some of that. You know, we got Gunther and Ludwig. Um, hell, we even got Veer... But the less sub-ovier the better.
2: Yeah. there came all over Raw.
1: Again. <laughs> and we got Raquel. did he guess? So we'll see. If uh if they make anything interesting of uh, the play
2: of the game. Tomasa background noise. I was not happy about that.
1: What if his first match is on Raw against Owens? That'd be fucking great. That's what I mean. Like, so when you say you're not happy about that, though, think about it. Like, they could easily turn this into how he gets his first match.
2: Okay, but his first appearance was
1: meaningless. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, he didn't even get to say anything. He was just like, hi, I'm Tommaso Ciampa, and here's Ezekiel.
2: (laughs) Can't wait for next week when he's just Ciampa. Yeah. Huh? At least you know. It's... And they and they spell it C H A M P A, so people can spell it on, on easier. Fuck's sake!
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: All right, man. Yeah, I think that's it. That's good enough. Kind of a light, kind of a light one this week.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, Jesus Christ mania weekend was crazy, and there's been <clears> so much <throat> stuff in the news in the past month, and like. Oh, new NXT champions crowned in gauntlet match. Wait, that's like a spoiler, so I can't. Yes, it is. I can't talk about that
2: because of the tag title situation.
1: Oh, I guess we didn't talk about that. (laughs) We we actually just missed Uh, that by a day
2: because when we recorded um, last week, we didn't want to. We don't want to get into it because it was all uh, horseshitty, but. Well,
1: let's just stick with the facts. Uh, unfortunately, Nash Carter was released. And it was after a picture hit the internet of him dressed up like Hitler
2: and doing the the nuts. He, was he wasn't dressed like Hitler. He just had the mustache and was doing a salute. He wasn't in a costume or anything, but still.
1: I Okay. Well, it was basically from the, you know, I think he was shirtless. So, okay, yeah. So he didn't have, like, a uniform on or anything, but... Look, I know a lot of people are very upset because of the accusations thrown at Nash Carter by Kimberly, right? And I, I get it. I totally understand why people are upset about that. But WWE did nothing with those accusations until that picture hit the internet. And then once that picture hit the internet, they were like, ah, run! (laughs)
2: <laughs> i you... feel like i feel like this might be another daniel bryan nexus situation
1: sure it could be
2: where they're like this looks really bad now so we're just gonna we're gonna let you go now I'm gonna let this cool off and i'll bring you back because the whole thing we didn't we, we didn't talk about it last week because it's all this uh, it's just a whole fucking shit show that we don't need to get into um, with with Kimberly and, and the wild accusations coming left right and sideways about various things that uh, have happened between them in the past uh, and then uh, cherry on a Sunday she posts this picture and then uh, I believe deletes her Twitter account
1: yes I'm not sure if it was right so, after she posted the picture I feel like it was a day or two later
2: yeah she posted she posts this picture. Nash gets uh, released, and then she deactivates her Twitter account. Um, and there are plenty of people coming to Nash's defense on online. Um, again, we're not going to get into the whole thing because it's just it's a it's a giant shit show. But uh, I feel like this is like like I said, this is just one of those things where it, somebody somebody in the office saw the picture and said, "Okay, I in look. this is what we have to do now." And then once this all cools down,
1: and that's exactly what could happen. You can be three-time
2: NXT detective. You
1: cannot tell me, in this day and age, if the WWE sees that picture and doesn't react in that exact way that they reacted.
2: Oh no, hundred percent.
1: Like they have to. I, like that's what a lot of people online I don't think understand. Is they they once that picture was was publicized and started blowing up on social media, what fucking choice did they have? It's just... It's a bad look, literally. So... uh, Hopefully he does find his way back to... to NXT, because I really was enjoying him uh, and MSK uh, in these past couple months since they uh, met the Shaman. So... They were really entertaining, and it's a shame because they're both really talented. But
2: one more note on the Tony Khan thing: uh, okay. Joey Janella was one of the ones, one of the people who quote tweeted it yeah. to make fun of it. And his his quote tweet was, "It's me, Tony. It was me all along." And I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that.
1: That is actually kind of funny. I'll give up for Janella for that one. <laughs>
2: Also props to Evil Luna who added to a thread saying, well, while Evil Luna has your attention, uh, if uh, if you're anti-LGBTQ+, get the hell off my feet. Yep. I Only good human that. beings are allowed to interact with Evil Luna. So. <clears throat> good stuff. Definitely good on stuff. On that note.
1: On that note. See, we did end the show on a positive note.
2: We try. We try. Hey. Hey. Oh, this is the part where Fonzie it goes, hey. Hey. Uh, <laughs> Uh Thanks, buddy. Thanks, man. This felt this felt weird tonight, I'm not gonna lie. This felt like a weird episode. But yeah. Did our best.
1: We did what uh, we could do given the situation. And the situation was, next. just so everybody knows, we had a whole different episode planned out for you guys tonight, and hopefully we can bring that to you sooner rather than later. We do have lots of fun coming up on the Rundown podcast.
2: All right. Until next week. I guess that means we'll
1: smack your ass raw next time.
2: Or just cut me off. That's fine. Go
1: ahead. All right. Bye.
0: at patreon.com slash rundownwrestling You can show us how much you love us by buying us a cup of coffee for just one buck at ko-fi.com slash rundownwrestling Go to reddit.com slash r slash rundownwrestling Follow us on Twitter at rundownnetwork Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash rundownwrestling Email the show your dick pics and twat shots via wrestling at gmail.com Or go to Instagram or YouTube